¡Troll! ¡Troll! Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast number 25 and I am Alex. Number 25. 25. 25. Sorry, <laughs> podcast number 95. Sorry, uh, my brain's a bit of a mulch. So, podcast 95. We're five away from 100. Um, I am Alex and uh, I know that much. And uh, to my right is Tom. Hello. Uh, Daniel's here. Hello. Chris is here. Hello. And we have a very special guest, Craig Roberts. You have returned to the IGN UK podcast. I have returned. Welcome. Thank you very much. What have you been up to since you were last on? So you came in when you were, what, just as Submarine was coming out? Podcast just 78. Yeah. Wow. wow. Good memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's all up there. That's it's all up there. So it's been a few months. What have you been nothing. up to? Nothing, nothing at all. No, yeah. Just basking in the glory of uh, your masterpiece. Yeah, just sitting back and just chilling. No, I've been um, uh, sort of busy, I suppose. Yeah. What you've been doing today, you've been just been doing press junket, right? Yeah, just doing interviews um, all day, which is brilliant. How is that on the other <laughs> side of the fence? Because obviously we go in, do our five minutes, and you, you're there literally all day. It's not too bad, because like, you just say the same answers <laughs> really? over and over again. Yeah, it's brilliant. Does, does no one ever come in with kind of smart or clever questions that you think, oh, nice? A few people, but then I just give the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> what, what's the worst question you've ever been asked? Apart from the one I've just asked. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's usually the ones where they put you in a position where you ha- you sound like an idiot. They usually be like, so do you think you're great? <laughs> how do you, do you, how do you that? answer that? Yeah. Um, well, I think <laughs> Who, okay. Has anyone really genuinely asked you, so do you think you're great? No. <laughs> I ask myself every day. <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah. Yes. But so Submarine is out on... August 20th. August 1st. August the 1st. August the 1st. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, Chris, please remember the date. Remember the date. Remember the date. And he's like, yeah, I've got it. So no but it'll enough. still be in shops on August the 20th. You're so. right. Probably, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So that's <laughs> exciting. And and you were saying to me earlier, you've got three films in the bag. Is in, that right? In the bag, yeah. That comes out, they come out next year. What are they? Can you tell us about any of them? Yeah, one is called Red Lights. It's about paranormal activity. That's pretty cool. The other one is called Comes a Bright Day, which is about a robbery in a London jewellery store. And then the other one is called First Time, which is like a rom-com. Wowza. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Quite a variety then. Are yeah. they with, with people you've worked with before? or No, no completely different people. I'm um, actually exciting them. Yeah, like Red Lights had a really cool cast. It had like uh, Robert De Niro and like Sigourney Weaver and wow, stuff. So that wow, wow. Cool. It sounds like a game, a uh, film about uh, haunted Xboxes, Red Lights. No? Yeah. God, I see what you've done yeah, there. Light, yeah, see? <laughs> who directed Red Light? Rodrigo Cortez, the guy uh, who did Buried. Ah, nice. Yeah. He's a good guy, isn't he? He's a really cool guy. I met him last start uh, September and I was very impressed with him. He's really cool. And I think a friend of mine is playing like a Robert De Niro lookalike in it. Does that oh, happen really? in the movie? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's a I think it's another um Spanish director. <laughs> of who made a film called Agnosia and he looks a bit like um, De Niro and he's either playing like his double or like a lookalike or something like that in the movie. I thought you were going to say it was that girl you went on a date with the other week. What? What? The one that looked like Robert De Niro. No? <laughs> <laughs> Did I go on a date with a girl that looked like Robert De Niro? Oh, it was supposed to be a joke. Probably. Sorry. <laughs> Weird. All right, should we get on? Yes. Oh, can I just ask a question about the Blu-ray? Yeah. Are all the uh, DVD extra... Uh, sorry, does... Um, what's his face? Paddy Considine... His video stuff, does it all go on the DVD extras? Yeah, it's on the extras, yeah, like interviews with Paddy and characters, Graham, it's hilarious. Wow, I'm looking forward to seeing that, definitely. 
Sorry, I fucked that one up again. It's all right. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. We can keep going. It's been a long day. Well, uh, we were going to talk about what we've been up to this week, but it's not, not going to be as exciting as starring in three new films, is it? <laughs> Robert De Niro. Yeah. What have you been doing, I've got Daniel? three films in the bag. Have you? <laughs> it's been TV. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I like what you've done there. Um, I went to the Ubisoft Summer Showcase, which yes. was interesting. They had um, all their E3 games there, some new code as well, and it was all summer themed, so there was a little bit of a beach area. They had the Did you have a glass of Pims? I didn't have a glass of Pims. Good. Um, there were people hang it, handing out fish and chips, and there was a pie shop. My pie. My pie. Uh, Columbus pie. And <laughs> I was playing Ghost Recon on the beach, sitting on a very uncomfortable polystyrene boulder. And then, th- then the game crashed midway through, because they didn't think it out, and the Xboxes basically swallowed a load of sand. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that wasn't great. But um, some good stuff. Rayman looks pretty cool um yep. driver multiplayer is a bit weird shifting consciousness <laughs> yeah i play that car to car. it's a bit of a learning curve so um, th- you said that the the guy who designed it describes it in a, as an fps for driving games yeah because you well anyone that's not familiar with the new driver game when you're um in a car you can press a button and they call it shifting and you're violently wrenched out of the car you're in a sort of godlike perspective and you can see all of san francisco and you can hop down into any other car and like transfer your consciousness. It's a little bit, and <laughs> it's, it's really weird. weird. Yeah. It's really weird, and it allows you to do certain types of gameplay, like um, capture the flag, and uh, more easily than a straight racing game. Yeah. So the level that I played at E3 was um, um, the equivalent of tag. So you you had to hit the car that was it. Yeah. And then you you became like the hot car, and you had to escape. But if you were chasing that car, you didn't just to control the car you're in, you could come out of any car and then zoom into the car next to it, which I thought was a bit pointless because if you're really shit at racing games, then you just go, well, I'll just jump into the one that's directly in front of him and then you'll, you've tagged the it. Mm. it. It did the tag? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean. But what's quite weird about it is if you're the one who is tagged and you're trying to escape from anywhere else, it, you start becoming quite paranoid quite quickly because any of the cars around you can suddenly turn yeah. into yeah. a player-controlled character. Um, it, you know, it was quite interesting. It's different. I'm not sure anyway. about longevity, but uh, we'll see. Anything else interesting? Um, Assassin's Creed, did you see that? Yeah, they were sh- they were running multiplayer, very similar to Brotherhood, just set in Constantinople. Um, right. They said they've li- listened to reader feedback and player feedback and tweaked it a little bit, but it's largely the same. Have you ever played Assassin's Creed, Craig? I have, yeah, the first one. Yeah, what did you think? It's pretty good. I got bored. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got bored of Assassin's Creed 2 as well, but there's people out there who are rabid for it. Yeah. It was really like I played, yeah, one and two. Mm -hmm. Like running up and doing all the kind of free running was amazing. But then after a while, I was like, "Mm, a bit bored of just going into the Yeah, you feel cool for a bit, and then it's just like, yeah, you can do this. And in Revelations, you're much older as Ezio. You've got like a little graying beard. So I asked the creator. really slow. Well, I asked the creator director, <laughs> like, do you get cramp and do you have to like sit down on the bench and <laughs> catch your breath? <laughs> Piles. You just get winded. <laughs> what did he say? Um, he said, no. Uh, Apparently, Ezio's much wiser. So you, you, when you put on eagle vision, he can see much further. Do your joints creak and crack when you sense. stand up? Yeah. So his eyes get better. Yeah, because he's more experienced. He's more experienced. Assassin. Do you a little snooze in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah, with a little <laughs> siesta on the roof t- in a bale of hay. Um, but yeah, that's about it. So there you go. Well, that's your, your little summer jaunt. What about what about what about you, Chris? What have you been up to? You, you saw I saw a movie. The best worst movie ever. I saw Troll Hunter. 
Are you aware of Trollhunter, Craig? No, I'm not. No. We we actually uh, previewed the trailer back at Kapow Comic Con a while ago now, um, and it's come out in the states. Uh, but it didn't get a big release, and it's coming out here in September, I think. And it's a Norwegian movie, um, and it's kind of like a lost footage film. Right. A bit kind of Blair Witch style, where these um, people get wind of the fact that there might be trolls in the forest, so they go looking for them. I'm thinking of the troll. You're thinking of is, troll, yeah, is, you're thinking yeah. troll. You're thinking of Troll 2. You've done this before. Ignore me. You've called it Troll Hunter 2 before. Yeah, anybody that came to Kapow will realise how many times I've got that wrong. <laughs> like pretty, pretty much every five minutes. Uh, and anybody that went to Kapow went home with a, a Troll Hunter troll t-shirt. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I remember that. We had 200 Troll yeah. Hunter t-shirts. I live okay. in Islington. Right, it's just fine. Everyone has one. <laughs> but uh, the film's really good fun. It's a bit slow and takes a while to get going, but once uh, the action hits and the trolls show up, it's phenomenal like they've the, the effects are incredible you've seen haven't you daniel yeah the, the the effects are really impressive for a low budget film and they're not little trolls they're big <laughs> big trolls it's kind of it's kind of blair witch meets cloverfield pretty much you know much. the pamphlet that you brought me in like a guide how to survive a troll attack do you see one of the names of one of the trolls in norwegian no it's called tosser lad <laughs> 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 it's the one with the three heads yeah i thought it was quite appropriate i like him yeah <laughs> so yeah this is a really good film worth looking out for it's um, a bit monsters-esque as well yeah, 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 and a little quite, bit, and it's quite funny intentionally, so not accidentally. Yeah. It's just really well made. I see it before the uh, inevitable remake, but I had a bit of an incident beforehand as well. <laughs> I went to the loo for a wee before the screening, mm. and I went into the ladies, right. but I didn't realise I was in the ladies till I was in a cubicle having a wee, and I heard female voices outside the door. What did you not realise there were no urinals? I just, I like wasn't even thinking. I just went straight in and went straight into a cubicle. Yeah, because it was like in front of me, and. I, d- I didn't know what to do because isn't it normally the tampon bins that give it away I wasn't like, looking around so the lack <laughs> of urinals well, there are well, gens without you, urinals well, once you get into the, the cubicle though surely but that's tunnel vision isn't it I'm not yeah. going to look anywhere else I'm just going straight into <laughs> I wasn't it. really paying attention I was just thinking about my week so then I'm in the cubicle <laughs> I'm hearing females outside and I, I didn't know what to do because I thought well I could wait till the film starts and then there'll be no one around wow. but it was 15 minutes till that point the dilemmas of Chris Dilly. Yeah. so I thought I'll wait I'll wait until it quines down and yeah. there's no women out there and then I'll make a run for it so I did that and the reason it was so quiet is there were two women who didn't know each other queuing up for my cubicle waiting oh no, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh my god and I was like alright <laughs> did you just have to wash your hands <laughs> yeah I did I totally did I was washing my hands I was like oh, I'm really sorry about this I thought I thought it was the gents <laughs> and then I was, I was like drama <laughs> why, why are your stories always in the toilet I know uh, and so as I was walking out I said can you please not tell anyone out there because obviously you know the other journalists at press readings and yeah I got away with it until now I guess now I've it told would be everyone. funny if one of the two women were introducing the film and just mentioned <laughs> yeah. it in front of the entire cinema but what should I have done should I have just walked out should I have waited I, I, I'd probably just admit to it just like look, really sorry mistake yeah. I, sc- I should have put my chap away before I walked out, shouldn't I? <laughs> well, I'm not and, sure. You should try and trick them and say you're actually in the men's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. thought about that. I thought about That's saying that. That's a good idea, yeah. what, what are you yeah. doing in the gents? Getting yeah. off with them. <laughs> I thought about that, but then I didn't know whether to, to make a joke in case they were upset with me from the outset. <laughs> I didn't want to get in I didn't want to get in serious trouble. I think you should have probably washed your hands in the gents, though. I think that was probably taking it a bit too far. It's like stopping for a little bit longer while they go into oh, the no, toilet. I panicked. I was expecting there to be no one there and there were two women there. And I just, <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, bye. Did you actually do that? Like <laughs> Mr. Bean. <laughs> anyway, that was my embarrassing troll hunter incident. <sighs> uh, well, I've been on a journey. 
Oh. Well, actually, I haven't. I've been playing Journey. Uh, it's the new game from That Game Company, who also did Flow and Flower. And it looks amazing. Um, Daniel, you saw a bit of it as well. It's To describe it, it's kind of like you play this sort of nomad who looks a bit like a giant Jawa. And you go through the desert, uh, picking up bits of a scarf that enable you to jump further. <laughs> Which sounds shit, but it's really, <laughs> really good. Collecting a scarf <laughs> through the desert. Seriously, it's really, really good and, and so atmospheric. And it's in beta at the moment. It's three-level beta, which I think is open to the public, but I don't know how you get onto it. But we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff on the site at the moment, uh, and it looks amazing. It's what did you think? I think it's beautiful. It's kind of, like Flower, it's quite soothing to yeah. play it. It's quite relaxing. It's quite refreshing not to have someone else shooting you in the face. Yeah, there's no death, which or is nice. there's no grenade right next to you. And, yeah you get all these like weird glyphs and it's beguiling and it's weird and it's weird to be collecting a scarf in the desert. <laughs> That's true. It's well, like and the you last liked, place you need a scarf. You like skidding along the, sta- the sand, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Like, it turns into like um, a summer snowboarding game and you're like sort of careening down dunes. Yeah, it's really cool. He's got no feet. That was my favourite bit. He has pointy feet. He oh, does. You, you see him little shuffling He would sink uh, into the sand. Mm. Mm. But it looks beautiful but you don't know when, how other people can get on the beta yet. Uh, I don't, but what is weird is that I was playing it yesterday, and because um, it's got a co-op mode, but it's you don't go in and say, I want to play co-op with this bloke or whatever. Uh, this person just appeared in my game, and then uh, we were just like going around doing stuff together. And you can't talk to each other, but you can make funny hand signals and stuff like that. He took you into a corner, didn't he? He did take me into a corner behind it's some like sand Follow jeans. me. <laughs> and gave me an extra piece of scarf. <laughs> I like it. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> but because I'd never played it before. Uh, I just thought it was like a CPU-controlled thing. So when Daniel played it, it didn't happen. And then I was reading more and more online. That's how the court works. If someone is in the level that you're playing when you're playing it, you appear there. So presumably, if there's lots of people there, then you get lots of people there, I think. But anyway, you should de- definitely check it out. It's amazing. Pretty cool. So anyway, let's crack on with this week's news. And I've got the first bit, which is Electronic Arts, that publisher with deep pockets. They've gone and bought PopCap. The uh, casual game uh, maker for seven hundred and fifty million dollars. That's wow. quite a lot of money, isn't it? Um, so PopCap, most famous for doing um, Plants vs Zombies uh, mm. and uh, some other stuff, but that's my favourite. Um, they've added to EA's portfolio. Obviously, EA very good at kind of doing um, hardcore games, but now they're really, really taking the casual game market seriously. They bejeweled as well, is that? Uh, I th- yeah, they did Peggle. Peggle. Yeah, uh, I think bejeweled is PopCap as well, but. That's a ridiculous amount of money. Three quarters of a billion dollars. And I also saw that Rovio were looking to be bought. But apparently... not been offered enough money for it. Or yeah, that's because Angry Birds is shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's one of those things. that PopCap has a proven history. They've done more, more than one good game. I'm not sure about Rovio at the moment. We'll see. Yeah. But obviously EA also has... Um, I think they also have Chilingo, which is a big um, casual game. Which publishes... Company. Um, Cut the rope. Uh, yeah, uh, publishes iPhone like games, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But it's just numbers at the end of the day. Yeah. So that's EA. Um, who's up next? Uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, it's a bit of a digital prank this week. If you type in www.modernwarfare3.com, you get redirected to the Battlefield 3 website. And who's to blame? Not we EA. Do, we don't know. Apparently, it's not EA. Apparently. I blame Rupert Murdoch. Oh, but he's he's got to be responsible for a lot this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the catch-all. It's yeah. the scapegoat. It's it is true, though. It seems like anything that's happened in the world is Rupert Murdoch's fault. <laughs> yeah, my flat's a bit cold at the moment. I'll be, that'll be, yeah. I'll be yeah. definitely. This um, is Aura. 
So we don't know who did it, but apparently there was an old version of the website. And it was like some fan site, and even it was slagging off Modern Warfare. Yeah. Are you have you seen any of Modern Warfare Three or Battlefield Three, Craig? I haven't. No. Call of Duty fan? I'm not a Call of Duty fan, which is yeah. Are you not a Call of Duty fan either? I used to be. Modern Warfare One was great, but then everything it was literally cut and paste the same game, same thing, and I'm just like I've seen it all before. Yeah, I'm just not very good at good at it. I mean, yeah, multiplayer. Online is I'm pretty insane on that. Like yeah. everyone's so good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not enjoyable. I don't find no. that enjoyable whatsoever. No, no, I don't either. It's depressing. But, but you see, that's why we should join Call of Duty Elite because we can form a clan for should shit. We do people. that in the office. <laughs> yeah, we should do. Because I'm we should do that on our lunch breaks. Yeah, um, and then we can just run around as if it was Journey, looking at each other, going, "Hello, come into the corner, oh, shooting, come into the corner. I'll give you a grenade. <laughs> yes. Let's hug. We're soldiers away from home. <laughs> <laughs> soldiers away from home hug each other a lot. Yeah, because it gets lonely, Tom. <laughs> You've never seen combat. No. <laughs> yes, you've never been on the front line. Did you see that thing about the guy who got a date with Mila Kunis from the no. front line in Afghanistan? Yeah, was that a publicity stunt? I don't know, because the movie's just coming out, isn't it? So <laughs> it's quite uh, quite apt. Um, what happened, sorry? So this he... US soldier posted a video on YouTube saying he was in like, Afghanistan asking Mila Kunis if she'd go to his high school prom, which I can't understand why, if he's in the army, how he can be going to a high school prom anyway. They showed it on this chat show where Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis were, and she agreed to go on the date. So there you go. Wow. So that's the date. If you want to go on a date with a movie star, join the army. Just risk your life. Yeah. Risk your life. So she's broken up with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. She was going out with Macaulay Culkin for years. For years. Yeah. Wow. Years. I never knew that. Wow. <laughs> so going back to modern warfare for a second. Yeah. I don't know how the heck we got to that. I was with Marines and shit. Like. I'm just amazed that Activision hadn't. Uh, got the URL for Modern Warfare 3 just yeah, just yeah the sense. official one is callofduty.com forward slash MW3 but still yeah, I know you think they would have thought ahead yeah serves them right yeah yeah it does serve them right so anyway Tom you've got some more news on PlayStation Network yeah and I forgot to print it out so I don't know what it is <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know what it is I kind of know what it is so yeah. Sony is pumping 20 million quid into PlayStation Network exclusives yeah basically Sony are really maybe going maybe 20 out. million dollars but a lot of money it's 25 million dollars I think okay. I think that was the number but yeah they're really pushing for more PSN exclusives I guess it's probably because they fucked everyone over with the PSN went down um but uh, they get a lot of good exclusive on there, so um, yeah. that's quite good for Sony. Uh, well, Journey. PlayStation users, we'll yeah. For that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that. But that was kind of my thought on it. That maybe it was just trying to sweeten And also, $20 million, $25 million in the scheme of things for Sony is not that much. Yeah, I wonder how much it cost to develop a PSN game. I don't know. Well, there you go. Well, that's, that's Sony pumping money into stuff. Which consoles do you have, Craig? Xbox. Xbox. All of them. No, Xbox. Just what do you play one. kind of the most? What's your favourite kind of games? Pro Evolution, soccer. If I do play, that's the only game I'll play now. Really? Probably, yeah. So you're good at it? Yeah, I used to be. I'm not as good as I used to be. Yeah. It, you're not, were you not here last time Craig was in? I wasn't, no. Ah, so you were like number three in the world or something? Ten. Number ten. ten. At that point? When I used to play, yeah, about wow. two years ago, yeah. I like that, when I used to play. <laughs> Surely you've got time. You've only made three films. <laughs> yeah. God. You obviously true. don't take it seriously. It's like oh, a boxer oh. who retires like, well, to maintain the, the record. Yeah. When I went on the um, X-Men first class set, they all they did was play video games in between setups and things. And Because Mac, McAvoy said he would play with them all and they were all much better than him. Right. But they'd all play Call of Duty. Right, right, right. Yeah, I need to stop doing low budget films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you do between takes and passing around Make a Game a Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Play cards. <laughs> um, Chris, you got some movie news? 
Yeah, which one is this? Is Evil Dead? It is yeah. the Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Uh, they've been talking about this for years, but the Evil Dead remake is now a definite go. Um, the original creators of it, Sam Raimi, um, Rob Taper and Bruce Campbell, are producing it. Um, they've got a young um, South American director called Fidi Alvarez, who's directing it. Have you seen his short that he made? His Panic short Attack. is called Panic Attack, yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, really good. Really good. Have you seen it, Daniel? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's like it's it's robots invading like a... Uruguay? Montevideo. Yeah. 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 Really cool. Like He did it all himself. He, he directed Special it. Special effects. All, and did all the effects. Right, yeah. So that's that's exciting. Yeah. But they've got... Um, he's written the script, but they've got Diablo Cody writing the uh, the uh, a new draft of it. Which I was happy about, and you were like, turn your nose up. She's the lady who wrote Juno. And uh, Jennifer's right, okay. Body. And Jennifer's Body. Yeah. All right. Did you win an Oscar for Juno? Yes. Yeah, she did. You a Juno fan? I think it's good. Mm. I think it's good. I don't I think it's worth an Oscar. Mm. But I think it's good. Mm. I See, I wasn't a massive Jennifer's Body fan. I thought they bottled it all the way through. Jennifer's was in the Megan Fox film. Yeah. yeah. She wrote that as well. I thought it? when there should have been like hardcore violence and nudity, they just kind <laughs> That's of bottled it. what you like in your film. <laughs> as every film. Well, if you're going to make a film about a demon cheerleader who... You said that about Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Shags guys, <laughs> she shags guys to death, basically. Like, shouldn't you, it, should, it should go hard. Like, it shouldn't be like a 15. You want an 18. I'm never going to go to the cinema with you. No, never. but you're right. They should have gone all out and it kind of felt neutered, didn't it? Yeah, and, and the point with Evil Dead is it has to be hardcore. Just to make this clear, this is Evil Dead the remake. Remake, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not Evil Dead. Some confu- there was some confusion on the internet. Some people were saying that it was going to be four. No, it's the, definitely the remake. They've released an official press release concerning it. Um, their quote was: "They said uh, we are committed to making this movie and are inspired by the enduring popularity and enthusiasm for the Evil Dead series. We can't wait to scare a new generation of moviegoers using filmmaking techniques that were not available to us thirty years ago." I don't really like the Evil Dead series. No? No. Controversial. Well, it's one of those things that when I was like flat sharing with like a load of my kind of work colleagues at the time, uh, Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead whatever the third one was called. I can't Army remember. of Darkness. That's it. I just didn't get it. Um, mm. Am I alone in that then? No, I, I revisited the third one recently and found it a bit annoying rather than yeah. enjoyable. I think the second one's really good. And I just the and the second one's just a remake of the yeah, first. Yeah, you one. never really go back to the first one. You kind of start with two, and yeah, if you're sensible, you end it. I just two. found Bruce Campbell really annoying as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's on Twitter now, so um, what, that was exciting. What are your thoughts on the Evil Dead franchise? Never seen. Never seen him. No, never. Check out Evil Dead Two. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a horror. It's like a horror film by way of Looney Tunes, isn't it? Really? Yeah, that's so, a really good way to when the sort of clocks and lamps start chattering. Yeah, it's really funny, and there's yeah. some great acting by Bruce Campbell. Great physical comedy. Yeah, it's like a screwball comedy, but when his hardcore violence is possessed, that's yeah, that is that's good. really good. So, if Evil Dead Two is an e- a remake of Evil Dead One, and this is a remake of Evil Dead One, how many times do you need to remake a film? Well, if that's it a keeps, mathematical equation. If it, ke- if it, if it, if it keeps making answer. money, if it keeps making money, then yeah. they'll just keep doing it. Yeah, won't but they? surely, like four Evil Dead films, and three of them are the same film. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really sense. good premise. Keep milking it. <laughs> yeah, we'll at, see. Look at Street Fighter. Now. Like, uh, that's yeah, but the same none game of them every single time. <laughs> Super Evil Dead Two. 
Well, it's different. Better, isn't it? The better graphics, all that sort of stuff. It's the same principle, surely. I think they should release Evil Dead 2 Turbo. Yes, yeah, yeah, faster. Just faster. Brighter. More unlockable characters. Exactly. We will see what happens with this one, though, but it'll be intriguing to see what the Juno woman does with Evil Dead. Yep. Uh, I've got a little bit more movie news. uh, A teaser poster for Dark Knight Rises came out this week. Uh, in fact, I think the um, teaser trailer leaked onto the internet as well, but I haven't spoiled my eyes with it. Has anyone seen it? You yeah, I've watched it. I've watched no, it. Yeah, I, I, watched watched it. I refuse to watch it. It's only a teaser. Yeah. It's good. It's pretty murky. It's pretty teasery. Yeah. There's not a lot in it, doesn't it really. doesn't give a lot away, right? No. no. Bre- okay. You get a brief look at Bane, okay. but very brief, so it's not. I don't know. Should we talk about I don't want to spoil it for anyone that might not have seen it. I can put my fingers in my ears. It's a, it's so, a teaser it's, trailer. It's a I teaser don't trailer. care. <laughs> but I'm so excited for this film. But I, I seem to think the teaser it. for the last uh, for Dark Knight didn't have any footage from the movie in it, did it? It was just those falling cards and the Joker talking over it, wasn't it? I can't no? remember. Yeah, I, I can't, can't remember. remember. Oh. But yeah, so do you want to close your ears? All right then. All right. So obviously, Commissioner Gordon's laid in bed. He's in the hospital. Yeah. In hospital. Mumbling. Mumbling. But do you notice he's on his side, mm. which led me to believe that maybe he, he might have a back in, back injury. Mm. Oh, he's broken back. <gasps> so, yeah, I uh, don't know. Good work, Tom. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and it's, so it's quite, you don't see Christian Bale. You can hear him talking off camera and yeah. Gordon's entreating Bale. Um, so maybe Christian Bale's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne to bring back. It seems like Batman's not existed for quite a while. Well, he went on the run at the end of the last movie, yeah. right? So, yeah. Anyway, let's, let's stop talking about yeah. that now. Yeah. Alex. And did you say they released a poster as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. Alex has it here. In fact, so I think it was... This is the Dark Knight oh, uh, Rises teaser poster, which is uh, an image of what looks like Gotham crumbling with the bat symbol uh, up in the air. Well, there's lots of different speculation about, well, is it looking up or is it looking down? It looks like you're in on the ground looking up to yeah. me. Yeah, yes. it is on the ground looking up at yeah. the sky. But also, uh, having done a little bit of kind of research, uh, there are people saying that they can see lots of hidden things in there. Like, yeah, the Superman <laughs> symbol, bottom left. Really? Mm. Is that really the Superman symbol? That's it a looks rock. like a bit of a boulder to me. That's a it rock. A bit of a stretch. Um, and then mm. the other thing, uh, apparently someone can see the Joker's face a- around the same position. And I, well, I failed to see it unless it's that, which again is oh. a boulder, but... I look at that and I can't see any hidden messages but maybe that's that looks like the thing from um, the Saw movies the oh, cloud Billy yeah so that's the Superman oh, right, so I see, yeah. we'll post this uh, teaser trailer picture Poster, on the, um, yeah. uh, on the oh, podcast story I'm so sure most people have seen it by now so it looks like buildings crumbling rather than exploding right last, yeah. last yeah. one was bu- buildings burning this looks like crumbling and there was talk about uh, earthquakes and also the League of Shadows returning right and their whole shtick is sort of Making civilizations crumble, mm. right? Once they reach like a point of opulence, right? Uh, which they talk about in the first film. So I don't know. It's interesting. There's a, I saw a blog where this guy's basically cut bat symbols into various things like toast and CDs. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go and look at all these great ideas I've got for posters. <laughs> <laughs> but there was also um, uh, the chanting at the end. Did you notice that? Which was on the website. Wh- yeah, which was um, the chanting there, there at was the end of what? A chanting at the end of the tra- oh the teaser trailer oh, uh, sorry oh. oh shit I forgot we weren't talking about sorry. that sorry <laughs> but there was those viral teasers that leaked uh, like last month and then people said no it's nothing to do with the movie well now they're tied together so they must be it's not the best teaser I've seen but it's a good one yeah everyone's excited waiting the it. appetite talking about it. still a but year away though are, th- yeah. are there any are there any other exciting trailers out this week <laughs> <laughs> there's one 
Do you What's that for, Tom? <laughs> for the new Adam Sandler movie, Jack and Jill. Have you seen this, Craig? No. I okay. Well, for the benefit of the podcast listeners, we'll just watch it now, but I'll we'll just jump ahead to the end okay. of this. But uh, have you seen this, Alex? Yeah, I've got it here. Yeah. All right, let me just have a look. It's, the, it's honestly, I oh, can't believe gonna, it's real. Watch it on that one. And you wait until you see who shows up halfway through it. Right, let's go. Oh. Wow. Oh, bloody wow. hell. Wow. <laughs> so that's the trailer for Jack and Jill that we just watched. Craig, initial thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you, that's we, my reaction. You don't know how to process we, it. We've it's had time <laughs> to kind of like, to like consume it and just, you know, get over the shock. But So what's the oh movie that he God. made with Judd Apatow where he was a comedian? Funny People. That so, was good. I thought Funny People was decent. But isn't there a bit in that where there's uh, like... Uh, well, there's a lot of films that he's made that are like not... They're so bad, they're not real. Like Merman and things like that. And that looks like a spoof film that's not real, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is real. This is actually coming out. It's got Al Pacino playing himself in it. What's he doing there? What is he doing? I don't know. Do you think he looks a little bit like Janice from Friends? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you mean Adam Sandler in yeah. drag? Yeah. Yeah, he C- does a little bit. C- C- can you ask your friend, Robert De Niro, what Al Pacino's <laughs> being in Jack and Jill? <laughs> give, him a, give him a ring now on the podcast. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, that really is crazy. You Just don't know text Bobby. <laughs> you don't want to believe that's real or no? I don't. Well, it is real. It's I just, just think it's maybe, maybe he's trying to be the new Eddie Murphy. Just he's, next film, he's going to be in every single lead role. They, to be honest, they had me it from the makers of Just Go With It and Grown Ups. <laughs> 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 that was when I knew I was, so, I was going to be there. I'm going to buy my ticket right now. But Adam Sandler was funny like ten years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, or quite funny. Yeah, he's gone like Eddie Murphy like route, but really quickly. Oh, it's bizarre. Or some funny. Adam Sandler films. Um, Happy Gilmore's quite funny, and The Wedding Singer's quite funny. Yeah. Those are the only two I like. Yeah, Billy Madison. Yeah, it's all right. I think he sort of went on autopilot, though. He's like Eminem. They both just shout now. Oh, no. <laughs> We're on to Eminem already. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, Hold that, on. is that a scathing criticism? Six months ago, it was all about Eminem. What's happened? No, it, it is all about Eminem. It's, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he knows how to sell albums by shouting. Right. I see. But do you think the quality has dipped? It did for a bit. Now it's back. Okay, now it's back. Yeah, he's got a new EP out. That's pretty good. But we will, uh, we'll embed the Jack and Jill trailer in the news story, won't we? Just so people we will can. Do. It also reminds me of uh, Tropic Thunder. You know when they show those trailers that uh, yeah. the guy who's that Ben Stiller doing spoof films, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, it's like that. Oh my God, what's happened to you, Adam? You Sandler? never go full retard, and Sandler's <laughs> just gone full retard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm more shocked by Al Pacino. That's the thing. Is that God? This is a terrible film. Then he pops up. He's like, "What?" Playing the himself fuck as well. Are you doing? He's playing himself. Playing himself. Oh, oh dear. Maybe it was a big check. Anyway, let's move on to what uh, games and movies are coming out next week. Um, first up, uh, Call of Juarez: The Cartel is out. You've played that, haven't you, Daniel? Yes. And awful. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> it it barely works. Yeah, oh, and that's, that was like a week ago, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, me, Keza, and Sad Dan played three-player co-op, and it was just awful. Like, broken. Broken, awful. Like, um, markers weren't wor- working on the screen. We just kept dying and spawning in different places. It's, it's not That's great. not good, is it? It's not great. Mm. Well, well, should we move on? Yeah, yeah, should move on. Yeah. Yeah. The embargo for that for the review on that is actually uh, next Tuesday. Uh, so, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, no, no, that's fine. The, We're allowed our it? own opinions. It was hands-on preview. Yeah, exactly. That's not, it's not yeah, great. That's not the official IGN UK no. review. Yeah, we're not no, going to put no. a score next to it. It's going to get ten out of ten. I was quite pissed. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> also out is Cars, the video game, which is based on a movie. I think, isn't it? 
Yep. <laughs> but I hear the game's good. Is it yeah. good? Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's kind we of give it like decent Mario Kart inspired um, yeah. driving game. Lots of um, power ups and things like that. Obviously, all the voices or a lot of the voices from the film were in it. So you know, same at kids, but it's all right. Yeah, cool. And the Cars Two movie is out as well at the same time. And you've seen that? Which I've seen. I think I probably talked about it overnight. Yeah, yeah. Before. Yeah, it's all right. It's quite. It's a bit better than the first one. It's quite good fun. It still feels like it's for kids, though. Yeah. It's not got that universal appeal that the uh, your Toy Stories have, so... No. But, you know... Big old marketing machine, though, isn't it? Toy Story 4 is happening, though, right? Yeah, that's what... Yeah, Tom Hanks said that, and it was hard to know whether he was half-choking or not, but I think I think it's inevitable that it'll happen, I'm afraid. Maybe not for a while, because they're going to... They've got another bunch of sequels in the works, but when I spoke to John Lasseter, they, he said that they're going to make original films alongside sequels from now on. Two, two every three years. Well, uh, three every two years. Sorry, you big Pixar fan, Craig. Yeah. What's your favourite Pixar? I just love Toy Story. Yeah, I yeah. love Toy Story, and I think the third one was the best one. Agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It it's my favourite. Anything else at the cinema, Chris? Um, yeah, Horrible Bosses is coming out, which I'm seeing tonight. So I can't tell you if it's any good. And yeah. we're on the site. Check our review. We don't seem to have reviewed it, which is a bit weird. Who's it's in got it? some very strange. It's got lots of famous people looking. in it. It? It's got um, Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell, Kevin Spacey. Oh, is it the film where Colin Farrell has the comb over? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be quite funny. It's supposed to be quite like rude. Right. I think this is the year of kind of really eighteen R-rated comedies. Right. Being funny, which is good. What was the other one? Bad Teachers. Right. Um, Bridesmaids. Hangover Two. That was good. Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids were really was good. funny. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. It's like, it's like I'm back in the in the eighties. <laughs> Comedy with tits. <laughs> Again, let's not go there with your. Do you get to go to the cinema film? much, Craig? Are you working all the time? Are you not allowed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really not like that. Like, yeah, I can go to the cinema. I, I go to the cinema quite a lot. I watch Transformers three. What do you think of that? Long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's it goes on, doesn't I think it? Everyone says when they. It's so long. Yeah, they could cut the first hour out. I reckon, and you'd yeah. be all right. You don't miss much. No, I just, I just lost. I was losing the plot. I yeah. was like, "Take me out of this." I mean, Shia but he's he's good. He's usually good though. Mm. But obviously, he said he's definitely not going to be in the next one. Mm. So that seems to leave a gap for a young actor to <laughs> step into. There you go. <laughs> Chris knows people. <laughs> um, not, not not Shia LaBeouf. Not Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> no, he's a twat. Um, uh, so, would you be interested in Transformers? In the Transformers. No. No? No. You're going to concentrate on serious work? On low-budget films, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want a big paycheck. No. Could do a low-budget Transformers. Yeah, as long as they take all the money out of it, I'll do it, yeah. (laughs) Is there a film franchise that you would absolutely love to work on? Batman. I'd like to do Batman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is 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 there a character that you would like to play? Batman. I mean, he's... Bale's like Welsh. Born in Wales. I could do a deep voice. And he's definitely done. Bale's definitely done after this one. So yeah. they will be looking for a new one yeah. for the reboot. Yeah. Or Harry Potter. <laughs> Covering that up, yeah. Harry Potter. I'll play Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Batman or Harry Potter. I'll take 46 million. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I did a story today. Apparently, um, the Harry Potter film, uh, the Harry Potter franchise, franchise uh, has grossed $21 billion thus far. Wow. If you take in the books, the merchandise, the videos, the cinema, the um, theme park. Merchandise, yeah, everything, she, yeah. Like JK, she's like 400 and something million to her name. 
ridiculous. I read she earns a million pounds every three days. What? What? What a is that true? Fuck. It's not much, is it? <sighs> We're in the wrong business. She, yeah, she only lives in a two million pound house. So idiot. Quite modest. What an idiot. Oh my god! It's really frustrating. <laughs> Everyone's just here like, in the room. I'm freaking furious. If I had that money, I would build Hogwarts and live in it. I'd live in a volcano. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I'd, I'd invent a flying broomstick. Exactly, <laughs> and that's how I'd get to my meetings. And I'd pay Alan Rickman just to hang around being Snape all the time for the rest <laughs> of his life. He uh, got voted. Um, I did the uh, Facebook poll asking our Facebook fans who their favourite Harry Potter character was, and he won. Good. By a long margin. Good. Yeah. He's by far the best character. It was good. Who's I only watched the second? Harry Potter films this week, actually. Oh, oh, really? I never watched them before this week. Wow, did you, you watch, watch all, all of them? All yeah, of them? I've got to watch uh, seven part one tonight. Wow. And then I go and watch. How, what, what are you thinking? I think they're all right. Yeah. I think Daniel Radcliffe's all right, actually. And Do I hear that he's bad in them and stuff. I thought he was all right. Mm. Yeah. First one was pretty ropey. I must admit, I haven't seen it for a long time. Yeah, they're quite annoying in the first one, aren't yeah. they? Which, yes. which is your favourite? I don't know. Um, Gary Ullman's really good in them. He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's really good in them. Is it the third one? That my my favourite is the third one. Is that the really dark one? Yeah, the, the really dark one, yeah. And that's the one I'd go back and watch again. Yeah. It's the same for the books, though. third one was my favourite book. But as I know it, fans of the, the really hardcore fans of the books hate the third film. Because really? it's the one that's the least like the book. It's the one where the director's kind of gone off with his own vision. Wasn't that the Spanish? Was that yeah, yeah, Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, there's lots of fades in and fades out and stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I quite like the one with the. Uh, is that the one where they had to do the task? Which is the one where they did the task underwater? The Goblet and stuff? of Fire. That's the fourth, fourth one. I like that one. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. Why are you good asking one. us when you've watched them this week? I don't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not on. <laughs> really bad. But it's one. Of, yeah, if you watch them all in quick succession, yeah, they all blend into one. Is like, yeah. Well, you'll like them. I think. I think the the two part finale is is good. It's really good. The first one's good. The second one's great. Yeah. Have you been going to the cinema to watch them? No, no, not just on home. DVD. Yeah. Chilled watching it. Uh, let's move on to listener feedback. Who's up first? I am, and I have an email for Craig from Gareth Blake. Um, he says, a couple of podcast questions for Craig. Number one, like yourself, I'm a loyal pro evolution guy, but has nothing, has anything you've seen of FIFA 12 so far made you think about jumping ship? And the second question is, what would you like to see improved or added to the next game? My more superficial choices would be a streamlined master league, a more realistic transfer system, and fixing the player rating system. Yeah. No to the jumping ship to really? FIFA. Even though I haven't seen anything of it, I just won't do it. <laughs> this boy is loyal. Really? Loyal. Um, what I'd like to see, I'd like to see them improve the the become a legend. That's my favorite part of pro, is become a legend. So maybe make that better, and obviously get all the strips. They haven't got all the strips yet, have they? No. So that's because EA has a stranglehold on the Premier League. I think basically, uh, Konami are allowed to have two teams, and that's it. So, so and they circulate it, you know, it's you know, a lot of the time it's Man United obviously being the biggest kind of Premier League club. But it's different people, different times, but yeah. So annoying. Like yeah. I said last time, Pro Evolution has had the best gameplay and then FIFA took it, had all the the kits, so then they're gonna go and join everyone's gonna join. Traitors. <laughs> so have, have you <laughs> not like even tried FIFA? I have played FIFA, yeah, I'm pretty good at FIFA. Because it's one of those things that it's it's really hard going from one to the other, and I I, I used to be a big Pro Evo fan, and I found it really hard to get into the rhythm of um, FIFA. Yeah. But then once you kind of make the switch, it's really hard to go back. So. It's harder to go back to Pro because yeah. I think dummies can play FIFA. Yeah. 
What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's easier to play. I, I agree yeah. with that. And I think on that bombshell, Craig has to go. He does. We're not going, though. No, no we're not. We, we, we will go. continue listening to feedback. We, we should put a star. We should get him to put a star on the map yes. for where he... We've got a map Wales. for all our listeners. Uh, what colour would you like, Harry? Just any... Um, yellow? I'm colourblind, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, yellow submarine. There you go. Yellow sub... Oh, yeah. Let's see what you've <laughs> done there, Tom. Where do I put it? On Wales. On, on Wales. Do you know where on that Wales. is? On <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't. Where, where's the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Just, just there. There we go. That's it. Our first celebrity star. There you go. The stick is bigger than Wales. So, blue uh, submarine's out on Blu-ray on August first, August twentieth. Any, any message for, (laughs) any message for our listeners before you go? Play Pro Evo. (laughs) You go and listen to Eminem. Maybe maybe you'll be on the box of the next Pro Evo. I should be. (laughs) So messy. We can set that up. I reckon we can. Awesome. All right. Bye, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Bye, Craig. Uh, I've got the next bit of feedback from Patrick Lally, who says, listening to you talk about games that sparked your love of gaming has made me go back to playing one of my favorite games of all time, which is Final Fantasy VII. From the moment I started playing it, I fell in love with video games. Uh, And I think that's, yeah, a lot of people love Final Fantasy VII. I think that's going to come up a lot on people's favorite game lists. Yeah. Um, Not really my bag, but, you know, Loads of people love it. So, Also, he says, with regard to your 100th show, uh, I agree with the person who emailed in a few weeks ago to say you should bring back Pete Donaldson. He's a massive fan of his and the podcast Football Ramble. So um, we'll have more uh, announcements on the 100th podcast next week. So keep your ears open. That's definitive. We're definitely announcing something We will next definitely week. announce it next week. We've got such big plans that they're taking ages to get them in the cage. We probably can't squeeze them into the podcast. That's why they're so big. They are so big. We're going to have the, to create the, a new planet. The troll-sized. Troll-sized. Toss yeah. lad. Toss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is from Sean T. McCarthy. Why uh, are you rolling up your trouser leg then? I, I, was, I was aroused. <laughs> I like um, it. Um, to Sorry. answer the question about what game really made me into a gamer, it was Final Fantasy VII. There you go. Again, the game told such a story in such a way that it was like coming out of a tunnel and seeing the light of day. The character development, twists and turns, and the story and the death scene with Eris just hit me with what true power of gaming could be. What the true power of gaming, gaming could, could be. be. And he has a little idea for Podcast 100. Um, yes. Another live podcast is in order. And hold a competition for fans to spend the day in the life of a member of iGen UK podcast team. Oh, really? <laughs> Writing and wanking? Yeah, oh, hang on. Hang on. Oh, back, in, back in the room? Hello. Hey. <laughs> it's a lot of porn, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, would you want to live a day in the life? It's pretty boring. I live alone and I'm quite lonely. Yeah, but <laughs> what, what episode that's you're hanging out in toilets. Yeah, before I joined it. Yeah. I do spend a lot of my day checking email. Yeah. And answering emails. And writing. And writing, of course, Alex. But did you honestly think you'd just be sat on your ass playing games? No, but I thought there would be more game playing, perhaps. I'm still mm. waiting on my Xbox. <laughs> at what my desk. You? Oh. Are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. <you> okay. <laughs> I've got something for you, though. Well, maybe, yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, that was a middle finger yeah. that uh, Daniel got <laughs> then. Flip me the bird. Uh, so, yeah, so your suggestions for Podcast 100, all taken on board. Yep. Like I said, we will announce more next week. Absolutely. Uh, 
I've got a bunch of feedback here, which I'm going to attempt to go through quickly. Firstly, from Oliver Kay, uh, who's been trying to rack his brains as to why he illegally downloads music and films without batting an eyelid. But when it comes to games, he has an issue with it. He thinks it's because music and films are far more disposable. Watch a film and two hours later, you're done. Uh, For him, uh, games are much more valuable because you spend a lot more time going through the game and therefore it's something to be more valued. Which the the people who are making them aren't spending any less time doing them. And I, I don't know. I'm really against this. Have we discussed this previously well, we, when we, I was away? We talked about it last week saying, why would anyone pirate a game? Does anyone pirate games? I think it's all feedback that's t- tied around with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't condone pirating, but I also think the difference between downloading movies and films as opposed to downloading computer games is that it's actually slightly more complex because you have to have the right machinery to be able to play it on. If you can download music and get it on your iPod within 10 minutes, then yep. it's easier. If you can download a movie and watch it within 10 minutes, then it's easier. Whereas you've got a game, you have to have a flashed Xbox, you have to be able to transfer it over, all that sort of shit, which... You seem to know a lot about that. I, I just... Yeah, I know that's, that's how people do yeah, it and with Xbox. You, you run the risk of like your Xbox being fried. Yeah. Whereas yeah. your iPod's not going to disable itself. No. Yeah. Um, next email is from uh, Alex from Toronto in Canada. So stick a pin in it. I don't know where Toronto um, is, but I will He says, uh, I also download leaked games. Uh, and as a PC gamer, I've been burned many times by poor console ports. And the leaks give me a good indication of whether or not a game is worth buying or not. Because that's the other thing. Like, a lot of people download stuff to sample, and then if they like it, they'll then buy it. Um but then again, a lot of people don't. They <laughs> just keep the, the full thing. Next email is from Vernon Parker, who says, I've never bought or played a pirated game, but knows lots of people who have. Most of the people I know that pirate games are people who do not readily have uh, available access to purchase games, or they have ready... Oh, hang on a minute. So, m- most so they, pe- they can't get to the shops, but they have the money. I think that's what he's, uh, he's, he's saying. Okay, but he says it's sent from a US sailor's for iPhone in Japan. Maybe <laughs> that's why. That's a really weird email. But thank you, Vernon. In Japan? That's yeah, what it says. Vernon, is that true? But maybe, but maybe that's why because he can't get to the game shop because uh, he's yes. a US sailor in Japan. Yeah, there you go. Wow, we can put Japan on the map. This uh, is really awkward because Daniel has to climb on the floor to yeah. do it. I'll just, I might just stay on the floor actually. Uh, another uh, email from long-term listener Tom Tillers, who uh, used to have a flashed Xbox 360, but only to play Japanese games. Um, still knows a lot of people who pirate games, uh, and uh, but he makes sure that he buys his games now. Well done, so Tom. Good on you, Tom. Mm. Who's got the next bit of feedback? Don't break the law. Um, I have, and it is from Brendan Rundle, who I believe we've heard from before. Brenda Big Tits. <laughs> Brenda Big Tits. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, he says, hello, pod muffins. He says, I decided not to go for Brenda Big Tits. Ooh. I wanted a new gamer tag that people wouldn't laugh at. Uh. That said, you'll be pleased to know that many of my friends have started to call me Brenda Big Tits. <laughs> Success. <laughs> In the end, I went with, insert fanfare here, Brenderific. Well, that's good. It's, it sounds yeah, like a woman's name, Brenda. And also, I think he's got, like, it's terrific, he says, Brenderific, but it could also be horrific, couldn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. Oops. Don't mean to upset. Brenda Big Tits is far better. <laughs> <laughs> I think he says that he's happy for people to add him online. And I, I, from what I read, he's an Xbox player. So, yeah, if you okay. want to find Brenda Big Tits, he goes under the pseudonym of Brenda Riffick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, please spend the entire time just shouting Brenda Big Tits down the Xbox Live. <laughs> and, and he says, I hope you're not too disappointed by my gamertag choice. Are we? Of course we're not disappointed. No, we're not. We're not. Thank you, Brendan. Thanks for keeping us posted. 
Oh well, yeah, so I've got some feedback here. This is again on the um, online uh, gamer tags because we talked about it last week. Yeah. Someone had uh, come across a very funny one, so I've got a load of that have, that have come in. Raymond Chan emailed to say he played, he came across someone on PSN called I I have IBS, uh, and he also ended up <laughs> going onto his block list for calling him a noob. So yeah, what a knob rider. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's got IBS. Rob, Han- Rob Handley wrote in to say he thinks you can judge people by, uh, on their ability in games from their usernames. His friend is, has a PSN username, which is help me, I'm dead. How good do you think he is? Probably shit. Maybe he's amazing, and that's the, the irony. Yeah. Alex Holloway wrote in to say that he came across someone playing Gears of War online called Meaty Kibbles. It's not offensive, it's just weird. Called what? Meaty Kibbles. Right. Um, uh, this one came from Eldai in the Ukraine, Daniel. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're so <laughs> busy sticking. My ancestors are from the Ukraine. Oh, ah, is that where the name Krupa comes from? Um, yeah. Wow. I think it's Polish as well. But ah. he said he was playing Crisis Two multiplayer on PC, and he saw a nickname that made him laugh like crazy. It looks like this, <laughs> which is all Russian glyphs. Um, it's Cyrillic. Russian written. Cyrillic. Yeah, Cyrillic. Cyrillic. There you go. And apparently, in English, it translates to pants full of shit. What? And he lost the match because he was laughing all the way through it. Well, how did he know it? What, did he translate it while he was looking? <laughs> well, he's, he's from the Ukraine. He can oh, read I it. Oh, I see. Uh, sorry. All right. I get that. Right. I understand that. Does he say right. worth in the Ukraine? Uh, yes, he did, actually. He said, um, uh, Golovka. Oh, I might have committed the sticker. Oh, no. You know, we can put these in after the podcast. Nah, we don't have do to do it. It's more fun. It's more interesting. Well, I feel happy down on the floor rolling around. <laughs> Live map <laughs> Frosty from Newcastle wrote in with my personal favourite. He said he was playing Halo Reach a few weeks ago and they encountered a player called Ross Kemp on Acid. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is something you would never ever want to encounter, isn't it? Jesus. Needless to say, they were in stitches every time they splattered him in zombie mode. Ross Kemp on Acid. I love to come across you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a small insight into Tom's weird mind right next bit of feedback um, Andrew Boyd watched Grandpa in my pocket Boyd yeah. Boyd Boy. I checked out Grandpa <laughs> in your pocket and was amazingly disturbed um, he saw one episode it was about a dead hamster <laughs> uh, at least it wasn't about molesting um, secondly, why is Cars 2 um, such a mainstream movie from Pixar coming out a month later in the UK? All the Pixar films do that. They always do. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what the reason is. I think I know the reason. It's because they're not worried about kids uh, torrenting these movies because kids don't know how to do it and kids will go see it anyway. So it, it's not a. I, mean, I think piracy is a huge issue for Pixar. No, so they can just send over the prints that they use in the US once they're done with them over there. Yeah. Oh, is that all it is? Maybe. Right. I don't know. Okay. Is it nothing to do with kind of school holidays or something like that? No. Because obviously, uh, like, Pixar movies always come out um, as the school holidays kick off. That's right. Ah, there we go. That's right, yeah. I win! Oh. Sometimes. It depends. It depends. It's case to case, but yeah, yeah. that's certainly been the case in the past. <coughs> yeah. Because, like, whenever I've been over at E3, which is obviously kind of sort of like May, early June, Pixar movies have just come out normally. Um, and so I normally go and see them. Like, I, I saw Up over in the US. It didn't come out for like another two months in the mm. UK. So, and I've got loads of feedback f- um, from readers all around the globe. Um, this is Andrew Boyd, who is in Belfast. I've put the sticker on already. Um, this is from Lindsay, and she's from Tasmania, Australia. I thought I thought we were only going to put them up if they had something interesting uh, for they, us to read out. They actually do, but um, I think I just put them in. <laughs> Okay. Um, we need to get some more pins on the map, basically. David Trevino is from Austin, Texas. Yay! You're a big fan of Austin, aren't you, Chris? Yay! Love Austin. 
and we have Manny Contreras. Who he wrote in last week. Yeah. From yeah. Miami, Florida. Nice. So, there you go. so, Daniel, you get working on that. I've been watching a lot of Dexter this week, Manny. Makes me want to visit Miami. There you go. Well, I think, you know, the plan is, is once we have this map filled, we will then go on a whistle stop tour of every single place <laughs> and stay with all these guys. Yeah, so, have, to, have to put us up. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, Unless we'll, we'll you're weird, you. in which case we are busy. <laughs> 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 yeah, if you can let us know in your, in your emails in future, if you can let us know if you're weird or not. Yeah, just put useful. a W at the bottom if you're weird. Yeah. So before I read the last bit of feedback out, I just got something to say. I get a lot of feedback every week and I go through it and it's amazing, all of it, but it doesn't always get read out on air. So I just want to say thank you for everyone who writes in. Thank and you. Also, if you want to get it read, read, read out on air, keep it short and sweet because we get a lot of emails that come through. They're about three or four pages long and we don't have time to read all that out. So keep your point short and sweet like Dean Bycroft did. <laughs> he wrote in and said, Hello, chaps and Keza. I've just listened to the podcast and felt inspired to do something creative. This creative sneeze manifested as a Dan Kilby as Duke Nukem soundbite remix featuring Kez and McDonald. I understand this kind of thing is probably done to a much higher standard and sent to you quite often, or maybe it just died out in the 90s, but I've done it now and I have nowhere else to send it. Plus, I'm a baker by profession, so I have no right to do anything creative. Thanks for podcasting. Dean from Huddersfield. I don't think there are enough bakers in the world. I don't think that being a baker should preclude you from being creative. creative, Yeah. Just think, you can make some amazing breads. Well, I remember being at school and you make that bread and then you bake it so it goes solid and permanent. Do you ever do that? Uh, permanent that was, bread. That was, that was ceramics, Tom. Was it? <laughs> <It's a> permanent, <laughs> permanent bread. <laughs> what are you talking about? You bake it and then it still goes. Still got the same loaf. He's <laughs> there trying to cut a slice of toast in the morning. So, oh my god. No, it goes solid and then you varnish it. And no, it's never done that. No, it's ceramics. Well, you can varnish it. <laughs> you do not varnish bread. It'll make you sick. No, we baked it like bread. I'm sure we did. All of his plates are made out of white slice. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Really, you got any bread for my food? <laughs> All right, I'll come back to this. I'll come back to this. But I'll drop this uh, the amazing um, audio thing that uh, D- Dean's made for us at the end of this podcast, and you can enjoy it. We and it's it. bloody awesome. I heard it the other day, I think. Good and stuff. it's very, very impressive. So thank you for sending it in and more yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, and also we don't get that sent to no. us very often, so send more of that stuff in. Yeah. And that's it. I think that is it for this week's podcast. Well, um, I could just maybe briefly trail what I'm going to be up to next week. Oh, yeah. Right then. I'm going to Comic Con. Oh, yeah. You in San Diego. So, yeah, I'm going to try and do a video diary maybe like Dan did at E3. Although, obviously, I won't be as funny as Dan. Of course you won't. But, yeah, I've got a list through of the stuff that's going to be there. So, hopefully, I'll see some or all of these films. Uh, Men in Black 3, Prometheus, the new Alien movie. Uh, uh, oh, they're not obviously showing. They're showing, what, clips of it? Or it's going to be there in some shape or form? Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know at the moment. Um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, um, Tintin, um, Mass Effect. They're yep. going to have some kind of preview of that. Underworld 4, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, the new Total Recall. They're going to have something there oh, really? with Colin Farrell in the lead. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. I think there's going to be a trailer. Apparently Ooh. incoming, yep. Yep. Um, Cowboys and Aliens going to screen in full. So hopefully one of us, if not me, one of the, the IGN team will see that and we'll have a review up. Um, Snow White, which I'm really excited about because they're doing a new version of Snow White and they've cast the Seven Dwarfs. I think I was telling you earlier, Daniel, who yeah. some of them are going to be. Um, Nick Frost, Ray Winston, Ian McShane, Bob what? Hoskins. Wow. <laughs> Does that not sound amazing? What? Stephen Graham. No yep. way. Yep. That sounds amazing. Chris Chris Hemsworth and Kristen Stewart and Charlie Theron are the main 
people, but that's already my most anticipated film of next year. That sounds amazing. Um, they might possibly be screening Captain America, and also uh, there's going to be something from The Hobbit there, rumoured, so we may see our first bit of footage. That, that picture of James Nesbitt as one of the dwarfs, it just looks like the worst Photoshop job I've ever seen. <laughs> Even though it's an official photo, it's like, it just looks bizarre. He looks very cheeky in yeah. that picture. Yeah. Um, and there's lo- obviously loads of comics and TV stuff, which I won't go, and game stuff. Um, Gears of War 3, back, Batman Arkham City stuff's going to be there. Yep. Very um, exciting. Uh, but I'm on the jealous. TV front, Doctor Who's going to be there, Matt Smith and Karen Gillan. Ooh. So that's exciting. So I'll probably end up pulling her. Get Can some, we talk about the Karen Gillan story? About her being found w- drunk wandering around a hotel naked? I Did don't think we this? can, no. Oh. Well, well, it was in <laughs> the <laughs> national newspapers. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I don't really know it. It's Apparently she was off duty, so she wasn't like on BBC Time or anything. But uh, <laughs> I wish I worked in that hotel. God, oh, my God. So, she's a bit so, like, I, so I could put her back in a room yeah. and just yeah. and lock the door with you in there. <laughs> No, it's cool. just turning weird now. So and hopefully I'll come note. back with a story of me in a toilet with her. Great. <laughs> Look <laughs> or forward Matt to that Smith one. and his sonic screwdriver. Can I just say, uh, if you're into Scarface and you've got a Blu-ray player, then I've got a very exciting Scarface Blu-ray competition going on the site. So check it out. Uh, on the sub- subject of Scarface, uh, that was going to be my uh, subhead for uh, the journey piece, if we write one. Scarface, because it's all about scarves. Ah, I like. Genius. Anyway... <laughs> That really is it for this week's podcast. Uh, as I say, more news on Podcast 100 coming next week. Uh, and it's only, what, a month or so away. So uh, it's very exciting indeed. And we have got loads of big plans. So keep listening. Um, uh, that's it for myself, Chris, Daniel and Tom. And thanks to Craig for coming on this podcast. We will be back same time next week. Bye. 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 Keep your guns close. Keep your guns close. Close. Keep, keep your guns close, but your balls even close. Hello. Balls even close. Hello. Keep, keep your guns close. Is it all right to say that Emma Watson's hot yet? But your balls even closer. Balls. 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 Keep, keep your balls. Balls. But your balls. Balls closer. That was so bad. Dan Kilby would like it. 